0: to the Fit Fact King podcast, where we
1: share the experiences of athletes, personal trainers and health coaches. We talk about their struggles, mindset, habits, motivation, and most
0: importantly, why they started. If you're looking to optimize your health, then this is the podcast for you. In a world of misinformation, get the facts about
1: getting fit with your host, Amar Greywald.
0: Hello, guys welcome to the brand new episode of the fit fact king today i want to introduce you guys to guest i have is nick Longhurst. he's not only a strength and conditioning coach and a personal trainer he's also an author of a book called a recipe for fitness i was blown away when i heard about the book and of course i'm going to order one for myself and he's gonna sign it for me (laughs) this is what i loved about my um podcast that I get to meet such an amazing people just like Nick and, you know, get to know the story, how they become personal trainers or how they become coaches because everyone has their own story. And it's always good to know the inspiring stories, what people changing, how they're changing, you know, they're changing their mindset. Nick's been training online for about seven years and then he's had a degree of exercise and science. And he's been trained for, like, he's been training F45 for quite a while. And then he was a coach at Amy Park. So he's, he's trained really good athletes. Let's, let's just waste time and then invite Nick. Hello, Nick, and welcome to my podcast. Hey, Amar. Thank you uh, for having me on board, mate. That's you. I'm really glad you made this time to, you know, come this morning. I know it's pretty early for us, both of
1: us. <laughs> I just came back from gym and then you're probably <laughs> up early too. <laughs> Yeah, it's not too bad, mate. It's not too, I feel like as a fitness coach, I'm so used to getting up, getting up early in the morning. So it's, yeah, it's actually a little bit of a sleep in today. So I <laughs> can't complain about that. Oh, that's good. Uh, what's your sleeping time? Let's see, <laughs> mate. Oh, God, I'm. I feel like I'm turning into a bit of a granddad these days. To be <laughs> honest, <laughs> I usually, I'm usually embedded about. I reckon nine thirty at night, and I, oh, okay, I like to be up at about like six or seven. So, yeah, yeah. Um, That's good timings. It wasn't too bad.
0: <laughs> um so Nick, can I just ask you to give us some introduction about yourself, you know, about everything you do, how you started and all that so the, the listeners will um just understand you better.
1: Yeah, for sure mate. So um basically who I am, like my name is my name is Nick Longhurst. I am by trade and by profession I am a strength and conditioning coach and I run my own online personal training uh, academy, which is called Realm Fitness. So, but in terms of you know, I've been in I've been in the fitness industry for over seven years now. Just coming to my seventh year of coaching. I, I think two years ago, I actually went and published my very own book, which was oh, called really? A recipe for fitness. Yep. Um, so, yeah, it's been a whole. It's been a long journey of you know being passionate about training people being passionate about exercise and the health and fitness industry as a whole but you know I've become an author along the way I've become an entrepreneur along the way and I've met so many cool people along my coaching journey so yeah um that's a bit about that's a bit about me and um I'm continue, I'm excited to continue, you know, coaching, coaching for the future. Okay.
0: um, Well, this is really interesting fact. Uh, Tell me about your book, um, Recipe for Fitness. What did you think before, you know, you thought about writing a book and, you know, what came to your mind and then what sort of things you are uh, talking about in this book?
1: Yeah. So, a recipe for fitness, the idea of writing the book came... Actually, because of when I was thrown into lockdown, believe it or not. <laughs> so, Amy, I know you live in Melbourne. Um, yeah. I was during when we had those six lockdowns, I was yeah. also living in Melbourne at the time. And I actually, um, I actually ended up losing my job uh, okay. because of the lockdowns. And so, I had all this time on my hands. Of course. I, you know was trying to work out what I was going to do with myself. And I feel like I was, um, I was, I was sitting on a mountain of knowledge basically, like from all the experience that I'd had coaching, you know, high level athletes at the time, Mm. you know, teenagers, little kids, (laughs) like I had had a really wide exposure of, of, of clientele that I was fortunate to work with in my previous role. And when I left that role, um, yeah, I had all this this time on my hands and i thought that you know i want to be able to utilize this opportunity and get basically just try and get my knowledge out onto paper in in yeah. an easy to digest format in in the version of a book and the reason for writing the book is there's so much misinformation in the fitness industry like mm. you can you know, go to Google right now and type in how to lose belly fat, and there's going to be 2 million articles that are thrown at you, right? <laughs> well, you're not wrong there. Yeah, Exactly. <laughs> some, and some
0: people will tell you you can lose it in 10 days, some
1: will say 28 days. Exactly. Exactly. <clears throat> and there's just for someone, you know, if you are listening to this and you want to lose weight and you want to get a little bit stronger, like it's, it's can be quite confusing to work out what to actually. Look for and what is actually going to help you for your particular situation. You know that's yep. that's the whole reason why I coach in the first place is just simply to help to help people. And mm. the book was a way of providing really simple, easy to follow recipes, right? Yep. So basically the the book is structured like a three course meal. So okay. it has an entree, a main course, and a dessert because think about a workout, right? A mm. workout follows a very very similar flow and of format course, yeah. like you start with the warm-up then mm-hmm. you do the main course which is yeah. like the main movements you're doing and then yeah. you know you might chuck a little accessories in there so a few <laughs> sides to go <laughs> with it yeah and yeah. um the dessert is <laughs> the you know you finish the session you're recovering yeah, yeah, yeah. happy days yeah. so i feel like that format was really easy to apply to a training session and health and fitness in general. So, that yep. was the angle that I took with the book just to try and, you know, provide a really easy to digest and simple yep. format for people to follow. The other thing is, you know, with with the how heavily influenced people are on social media these days. Exactly. People will look for a blue verification, Dick, rather than… Oh, yes. Rather than qualifications and actual experience, yeah, like that is blows my mind still. It blows my mind that people can have these huge followings and people will take that as you know they'll take their word for gospel based That's on it. their social media following rather yep. than their actual knowledge and their experience. So, yeah, the book was just a way to provide just a bit more genuine value um mm. to the people that I serve and and just to try help as much as possible. So how has been the response of the book? Yeah, good. It's been, um, it's been interesting. I, uh, I'm a self published author. So I've been doing, I've been doing all the marketing and all the distribution solely myself. Like I've got the books sitting in my garage. So (laughs) the, um, you know, there's definitely been some challenges with, with that, but yeah, Mm. I was really happy with the, the initial response when I first, when I first published the book. Mm. Um, yeah, I was able to, Lucky enough to sell, you know, a few hundred copies, which was great. Oh, cool. And um, it's kind of turned into quite a useful tool, which I didn't really foresee it turning into at the time, but mm. I'm actually bringing the book as part of like my onboarding process now. Yeah, so, yeah. when people join my program, you know, I, I sign a copy of the book and I and write a them them. thank you note That's and, a, and I send it yeah. to them to yeah. kind of like-
0: yeah so and it's good to spread your book because someone will read it and then they'll tell someone else you know oh this this book is nice They're, even he's not coming to join you but at least he can get the word of
1: mouth like you know oh there's a book that I can read that's it and it's also a very very like very low you know barrier to entry for people it's yeah, it's yeah. it's a very I mean, I sell the book for twenty four ninety five. You know, oh yeah, 20, yeah, yeah, twenty five bucks. Like, yeah. what you spend twenty five? You spend more than twenty five bucks when you eat out of breakfast and have a coffee. They're, you know what I mean? Like, so,
0: they're, they're, I've seen some bars have like drinks that cost like more than twenty five dollars.
1: <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. So I feel and like just and this is like destroying your body. <laughs> that's it, right? That's it. It's crazy. So I feel like if you can, you know, invest that same money. And and hopefully get a little bit of value to apply to your own health and fitness journey. Then yep. I've achieved my goal as a of course and as yep. a coach. So I will have to send you a copy, mate. No, I'll buy that. mate. I'll support you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. um, so what's your? I mean, what's your go to point or motivation points for yourself or for your clients when they someone comes to you say, okay, I'm feeling a hard. I don't want to do it today. Or if you ever feel like you know you had this in, in this situation that you don't so like, just don't want to get up and then go to gym or anything like
1: this. First thing that comes to mind because I think a lot of people in the fitness industry as a whole and people that are struggling with their body weight, they're struggling yeah. with muscle building, is they look for quick fixes. <laughs> and as a coach, and I can only use my my lived experiences and of course right but i've been doing crossfit that's the sport that i do currently yeah and um i've been doing that for over six years right okay and i last year i i i was fortunate enough to compete in this big competition and right. that's what i've been working towards for yeah. like that entire time to la crossfitters games Uh, are you planning (laughs) to go there (laughs) no definitely not (laughs) i want to have a social life but um yeah i it took me you know that was a five six year journey to reach that goal and then people want to lose fat fast or build muscle fast and the the tips i have for my own clients is to just simply Mm. Enjoy the process and stop looking for short term, short, stop looking for short term motivation and start looking for, you know, long term habits that are going to serve you for your entire life.
0: And it's basically, it's like comes from consistency
1: when we talk about that. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, it's funny we talk about consistency. I think over my now seven years coaching, I've, I've been working with people who, like, like I said before, I've been working with little kids, mm. teen- like teenagers, people in their early 20s. I even had this girl who actually refereed at the Women's FIFA World Cup. So, okay. I've had a quite a wide range of clients that I've worked with. And across every single one of them, mm. it has been consistency. That has been yep. the number one thing that has taken them from like bad to good, or yep. it also takes them from being better to the best. Of like course, staying consistent, yep. and I mean, if like if we're talking about consistency, enjoying the process is such a massive part of that, right? Yep. If you aren't enjoying what you are doing, you're not going to want to do it for a long period of time. Yeah. Period. Yep. So yeah, I, couldn't agree and I think it's
0: very underrated because people don't realize how consistency works because they say, I'm going to gym every day, but are you consistent? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> are you consistent what you're doing every day? I mean, like, are you consistently sleeping? Are you consistently eating what you need mm. to eat? Like, it's not just going to gym and then doing the workout. That's what hard, hard to like explain to these people. It's just, it's
1: not just about gym. It's not exactly. It's not just about hitting your three sessions a week, hitting your yeah. four sessions a week. It's also about being consistent in challenging yourself, too. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like mm-hmm. you said, you want to be able to get your sleep in, you want to be able to get your nutrition dialed in, yeah. all that stuff. You want to be able to get to the gym. But when you're starting to get to the gym four sessions a week, like, Here's a fact: You're not going to get stronger lifting yeah. the same weights week exactly. in week out. Not going to happen. So yeah. it's like you have to learn to push. You have to learn to incorporate progressive overload into your yeah. training, yeah. so that yes. you can see results and that you can progress.
0: Of course. So, what's your basic uh, information? I mean, uh, not information, suggestion for beginners. So like you know, you do you support many supplements or um, first first thing you tell them to start with. Because some people will go, you know, like, I'll take multivitamins, take these, take that. What's your um point of...
1: To be honest, my standpoint on, on supplements isn't, isn't very elaborate at all. Yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. think simplicity is absolutely the, the way it's going. Like, I think if you fuel yourself with good, healthy, Ooh, yeah. nutritious... Organic food. <laughs> not necessarily organic food, but like, as long as you are fueling your body with and you're getting all the macronutrients you need and you're also having a snack here and there so you're enjoying yourself as well like that's all you need is Mm. like if you hit your energy requirements from a calorie intake standpoint relative to your goals so for example if you want to lose weight we all know that you need to be in a calorie deficit so as long as you're eating in a calorie deficit but you're also you know giving you're eating you're having that nice balance of protein and fats and um whatever like carbs like that's it i don't i don't believe that you need all these supplements and tablets and whatever like unless you're particularly deficient in in something you know i I would recommend differently but just for the general person who wants Mm -hmm. to get healthier fitter stronger yeah um yeah, just fuel your body with good food. Yeah, have have the snack. Don't yeah. don't overindulge. Yeah, and exactly. <laughs> that's it, really. Yeah.
0: yeah. And the thing is with nutrition, it's uh, it's you know some people think um, I'm eating enough. I'll maybe you know I'm eating all these things, but I'm still not getting <clears throat> my protein in, or still not getting amount of iron in, or still you know there are some nutrients they're just lacking of. But um, again. When it comes to diet, they don't understand, you know, how important the diet is about, you know, getting the nutrition in, and they think like, oh, I just have to take tablets, you know, I just got to take multivitamins or I got to take iron tablet, and then, you know, it just keep buying those tablets again and again. I don't even know if they're helping them, but because the levels
1: not going down, the levels not going higher, it's just staying Mm. wherever it was. It's funny, isn't it? I always use the (laughs) the analogy of a car. It's like you can't. The car is not going to perform well and it's also not going to drive as far as you want it to if you aren't putting the fuel that it needs to do the job that you want it to do. Your body works the exact same way. If you want it to do the job you want to do, Mm. performance goals, just feel better in your own skin, fit your jeans, whatever it is, it's like you need to be fueling your body with... You can't have an E-10 in a sports car. (laughs) That's it, right? That's it. Cause like <laughs> the other thing I think when it, t- when, it, when we talk about food quality, yep. like I could have people, you know, you could, you could, if you want someone to lose weight, you could get them into a calorie deficit, no yeah. problems. And they could just be eating chocolate to, mm. to, to hit that deficit. Like just yeah. based on the numbers, they could technically still be in a deficit just by eating chocolate, okay. but they're going to feel like shit. Of course, you know, makes so, you feel <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. So I think I think when it comes to nutrition, it's all about balance. But people need to definitely realize that it's not, you know, it's people, you know, oh, abs are made in the kitchen and oh, it's 80% diet, 20% exercise. My take on that is it's a hundred percent diet and a hundred percent exercise. Like you have to invest in the nutrition and you have to invest in the training exercise that you're doing Mm. equally. Yeah. To get the most out of what you're trying to achieve. A hundred percent. And the thing is with this, uh, you know, how you said about F45
0: training, um, you know, people go there, they just move your body and they think like they're losing weight, but actually you see them after a year or two years, they're still the same because it's not just moving the body, how you move the body, what's your concentration, you know, what you, you know, what you're doing, how you're doing it exactly. My sister was the same. Like she was training yeah. with this trainer for four years. Mm. And I used to see her in the gym, and after four years, just I just I just asked her, i so like, "What are you doing?" Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. mean, you've been training for four years. I have not seen like one percent change in your body. How is <laughs> how is this possible? <laughs> so like, yeah, oh, I'm just training with this trainer. So, well, you're not training with the trainer. You're just coming here, moving your body, and then
1: going home. I mean, if we if we break it down to that level, it's like some form of exercise is better than no form of exercise. Yeah. So, I would like if F45 works for you and you enjoy it and you enjoy an environment and you're getting something out of it yeah. and you stay consistent with it, go for it. It's better yeah. than doing nothing. Than doing nothing and sitting on the couch. Exactly. It's better than yeah. doing nothing sitting on the couch. But in my personal opinion, after having a degree in exercise science, I'm a published author. I've been coaching for seven years now. <laughs> yes, there are better ways to structure your training mm. in terms of incorporating progressive overload is a big one. And yeah. uh I know F-45, like there's not there's not there is resistance training, but it's not a, a whole lot of resistance yeah, training. Yeah, yeah. You know, so she wasn't even going 45,
0: F to- 45, she was just going to normal gym. And there yeah. was a trainer I used to come, like she used to train these uh 10 to 12 people, like uh, one hour um session. I think it was every day or every second day or something and then she was going like so every day is the same exercise and it's just you know there is no lifting weight it's all cardio it's just you know uh, doing burpees all these and I was thinking you're not even lifting weight you know you're not strong enough to lift five kilo dumbbells you know yeah (laughs) what are you conditioning like I mean where are you going and then she I had to explain it to her like how everything works and then after six or seven months she she saw some results it's like oh i was doing all all you like you know all wrong for like four or five years so well mm. you know it's not about just training this is normal trainers they just want their money they don't tell you exactly what needs to be done or how it needs to be done yeah. all the noise that's like okay you're paying me 50 bucks for 45 minutes here you go just
1: give me that and i'll just make you move <laughs> you get Definitely. your results. It's up to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's that's the unfortunate reality, isn't it? It's, it is is that that personal trainers and gyms, they're businesses. They're there to they're there to make money. Make no, yeah. make no mistake about it. So of I hope that in you know I can only reflect on what I'm doing. I hope that in what I'm doing, I'm being able to try separate separate myself just by caring, you know, yeah. and showing empathy yeah. and and mm. and being passionate about helping someone get from where they are to where they want to be yeah yeah um because i i think a lot of a lot of trainers unfortunately i mean here's the other thing right like if we talk about misinformation in the fitness industry it doesn't take a long time for someone to get qualified as a personal trainer like you could you could go and get a like an online certification i yeah, think for one that, year like that, not even one year yeah I, I i don't even even i think it's that i think it's like six months or okay. less yeah, yeah and you know then you've got this piece of paper you've just been studying on your computer and they then they do you're not ready help, to, like, right.
0: they do not help start these,
1: coaching these these
0: tapes or you know whatever they're teaching they do not help because i got into one uh, a few years ago <clears throat> and they were not just helping so like why aren't you helping? I'm paying you guys. Yeah, you're not giving me what I needed to know. I, exactly. The, the good thing is like, I knew about all these fitness, how fitness works and all that. But, you know, because when they when they give you these sort of assignments, you know, they just give it to you, impose it to you, okay, you do this, but are you going to give me some information how to do this or not? And then mm. they tell you, Oh, call this person, call this person. I'm actually, um doing a WCAT on them. Like, I'm, I'm just taking on the court. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> so <like>, Hectic. <laughs> no. like, you're not giving me information. So I went to Sydney just doing that. And then they asked me, you know, okay, you know, you're in the campus, so you can ask the campus coach. You know, they can give you some, you know, advice. And then when I asked the campus coach, he said, you're an online student. So go ask the online coach. I said, okay. Yeah. So they, you know, and then I said, like, okay, I'm not doing this. Well, I just then... It was COVID time. And then I, um, I thought, like, okay, that's, that's enough. I'm going to take you guys to court, you know, give me my money back. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. But yeah. and, and, you know, as, 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 as we just talked about fitness industry in the social media is impacting so many people, good and bad ways, you know, and, and we just talk about like how people get following. And then, you know, what do you think that three, main effects of this industry that you think
1: is the worst and the best? Yeah, that's a good question. I definitely, the first thing that I think is the worst about yeah. the fitness industry is the idealizing, you know, the the perfect physique. Like people, um, you know, I look at a bodybuilding show, for example, Mm-mm. there's they are so lean and so built and ripped and they have muscles on top of muscles right Yeah. They're, they're on the front covers of fitness magazines and yeah. and and health magazines and they're they're painting this idea that this is the perfect physique um yeah i mean that's that's for guys and for women you know it's they're showing these stick thin figures yep. with no thick legs you know yeah thick,
0: and thick, uh, thick booty and then all that it just and then every girl wants to be
1: like that yeah and th- the thing that people need to realize or in my opinion is that these these ideal physiques then they're genuinely not healthy whatsoever mm. like mm. i know if you ask if you ask these these bodybuilders, where they, you know, in preparation for a show, for example, they are basically eating next to nothing I know. to make their muscles pop more. And yeah. I can, I, and I know that they would be feeling like absolute trash just mm. because they're not feeding themselves correctly. And yeah, yeah, sure, they work out a lot, but they're mm. like, they're only working out for, you know, a specific outcome and that is just to get the most ideal looking physique possible and to me health and fitness is so much more than what you look yeah so much more than what you look like it's it's about how you feel it's about Mm. what your body is capable of doing it's a daily sense of accomplishment yeah you know like when you when you train and you exercise it's an endorphin release like it's a way it's a it's a an avenue of progression you yeah yep yeah. yeah it's so much more than what you fucking look like <laughs> exactly and that's that's the the biggest thing that i dislike about yeah. the health and fitness industry is it paints this picture of this is the ideal physique mm. when in reality those people are miserable and they're starving and how much steroids to take and they don't know this <laughs> You're right and that's a whole another thing if yeah. we talk about performance yeah. you want to
0: you want to get a pepper skin you know you won't get that with the normal diet or like you know losing weight you don't get that pepper skin you'll never get pepper skin unless you are taking something to get to yeah. that level. Yeah. I heard I heard Seba the other day. Um, he was talking about steroids and all that. He said, like, if you're not going to be Mr. Olympia or you're not competing to be like somewhere higher in the fitness, I mean, in the competitions, do not destroy your body. Just yeah. keep training normal, you know? And then it's like only, I think, 4% in the world goes to Mr. Olympia and then. If you want to get there, then you only, you can take it. Otherwise, because it destroys your body. It destroys your health, mm. everything. For not sure. Just, not just, not just health. It's like sexual health. It's your mental health, everything.
1: 100%. And the the thing about, I mean, you asked me, what's the three things that, like, what's something I dislike? What's something I do like about the yeah. industry. I've covered what I dislike. What I do like is that. You know, you can genuinely change your whole life through committing to a health and fitness regime. And the benefits that you can get are absolutely insane just by sticking to a routine, you know, committing to achieving your goals, getting a coach, being accountable, whatever. Mm. It's like, and the best, the best part about it is it's free. Yep. It is. Exercise. 100% is free. Like a gym membership is not free, getting coaching is mm. not free. I understand all that. But moving your body and the benefits that you can get from it is 100% free exactly. to do. And like I love that, you know, when we look at the harsh reality is you are in control of everything. You control yep. the food that you put into your mouth. You control the amount of exercise that you do. Therefore, mm. if you start to optimize those two facets of your life you can you can really really turn it around that way, and that's so exciting to me so and you and you don't need that In, yep. you, you don't need performance enhancing drugs to do that you know you can <laughs> yeah. just yeah yeah it's so, just like
0: yeah, i think it's just making your body healthy it's, instead of just you know looking fit and looking like ripped or lean Instead of you know it's I think it's because i'm I'm not ripped, I'm not lean, but my body's really healthy, you know, like yeah, I don't take any supplements to cover everything, and then don't have no definition, I like um not deficient I mean deficit or for deficient for anything in my body because you know I'm taking my nutrition, everything, so it's just it's it I think my body's way better than many bodybuilders I would say. <laughs> Yeah,
1: for sure. I no (laughs) doubt, mate. No doubt. What's your thoughts on alcohol? Like, um, my thoughts on alcohol. I think everything's fine if you don't do it excessively. You know, like it's it's the classic. I think mine is the classic approach of everything in moderation. You know, like, um, I, I alcohol. Okay, I I tend to stay away from alcohol because because of the after effects that it has on me like when i'm having a good time drinking yeah. it's great it's great <laughs> but w- the next day as we all know yeah <laughs> it's not it's not so great right <laughs> and it 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 makes me feel you know quite lethargic yeah. and i usually get a massive headache when i'm hungover mm-hmm. but it also makes me completely unproductive and the two things that i love doing is one running my business and Mm. two training yeah right they're the two things for my personal development that i love Mm. doing and if i'm not productive and if i don't have energy and if i can't can't pour into those two avenues that i love so much i'm not so happy right of course and alcohol because it makes me feel tired and doesn't make me feel very good and whatever like it is in direct conflict with the things that I love doing. Yeah. So that's why I tend to stay away from it. Of course. Um I think it's a good choice. <laughs> yeah, and I think like, you know, I I'll, I'll have a beer every now and then, I'll have a drink every now and then like, but it's it's not I'm not I'm not absolutely drinker going for it. <laughs> yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like uh, on 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 occasion I yeah. will because because mm. it's fun and of I course. think a big part of any help and he socializing i think i think a little here and there doesn't hurt it do, it definitely like i encourage it i encourage yeah. it like you should go out and have fun with your friends if you really enjoy it do it because like it is fun and mm. it is it is a good time and you know if you don't do it all the time you yeah. can have that nice balance of course so it's you know doing it every single weekend different story but mm. each to their own i guess of course like I know I've never drank, and I don't like drinking. But
0: you know, I go out with friends, and then the drinkers are like, "How do you not drink and then enjoy?" So, well, you know, I just see you guys being crazy. Yeah, <laughs> that's my enjoyment. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Um, what's your biggest myth in this industry? I mean, what do you think is the biggest myth? What people think it is, but it's not.
1: I think people will 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 be really quick to point the finger at types of foods that's that's stopping them from losing fat. They're like, ah, oh, it's carbs. Yeah. I can't eat carbs. If <laughs> yeah, I eat carbs- That's the top one. <laughs> I'm not losing fat. Or it's sugar. Yeah. Right. oh, if I'm eating too much sugar, no, nah, it's stopping me from losing weight. It's not. It's yeah. calories. It's calories. <laughs> like, it's calories. If you consume too much food, you will not lose weight period. How you lose weight is controlling your energy balance through diet. And you have to be in what's called a calorie deficit. It has nothing to do with carbs, sugar. That's why I was saying people that just eat chocolate can still lose weight if they're in a calorie deficit. Do I recommend that? Absolutely not because you're going (laughs) to feel terrible. But yeah, I think it's it's not one... Yeah, people will be so quick to point the finger at something that's going to be the cause for them not yeah. losing weight when it's just not the case so of course that's probably the biggest one so what has your biggest challenge in this last
0: seven years or even before oh
1: so many so many <laughs> god uh, you like, can name few <laughs> yeah sure there's i mean there's different phases you know there's different phases like i i see myself as you know Pretty experienced now, but if I look back to when I first started, you know, um, uni, uni was a challenge when I was, when I was completing my university degree. Like that was the first time where really I was having to commit to a schedule, having to attend classes, having to study for exams. So, you know, when I was transitioning from high school into, into uni, that, Mm. that was a challenge. Um, learning the ropes of coaching, like when I first started, you know, I was terrible. Yeah, <laughs> I was terrible, but mm. I I I enjoyed it. I was passionate about it, and I committed to the process of learning. And I learned off lots of really good coaches and lots of cool people. And I got the chance to work with a wide range of people. You know, so I was able to build my skills up. Um, so that that was definitely challenging. I I think the biggest the biggest challenge i think i've had was when i lost my job from covid yeah so to give you some context you know this was my first career you know my first real industry related role that okay. was directly for my career like it wasn't just you know um cleaning glasses at a bar yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. a real you know i could, this could be, what were you doing this could be progressed me. So I was the head performance coach, um, okay. actually at Amy Park stadium. Oh, really? Yeah. In Melbourne sporting precinct. So I was, um, working in the high performance gym there and we had our, our team of people that were, you know, coaching athletes and running them through our sports performance program. So that was, you know, I had to, I, it took me three and a half years to, to build up into that, into yeah. that role. Mm. And, um, yeah, when, when COVID hit, I, you know, Unfortunately, didn't have a very good, I didn't leave on very good terms with them. Mm. I don't think we weren't treated very well, but I won't yep. go into that. But yep, yep. yeah, so I was basically left to my own devices. And that job, you know, I'd moved to Melbourne from Sydney, so I didn't know anyone. So that job okay. was my financial stability, it was my social, it was where my friends were. And yep. to have that cord just, just cut, cut, yeah. Um, was pretty it was pretty challenging, definitely. Mm. And I had to take some time to think about what I wanted to do. But yep. I mean, with every challenge, you know, there's opportunity and of course I used that that time and that opportunity to pivot and mm. realize that you know what, I am good enough to run my own business. So of course. I I I dive down the path of being an entrepreneur, which is challenging every single day. Every single day, it's the, um, it's the life. <laughs> it's the life, mate. That's it. But yeah, I mean, to to think to think now, looking back, that I was able to start my own business, get clients, start training them, um, write a book, publish a book, like, and now when I moved away from Melbourne, I've I've fully pivoted my business fully online. Yeah. So I work I work fully remotely now and. Mm. Yeah, it was a pretty tough, you know, year or two getting through that. But I'm I'm glad I had the mindset, the growth mindset too. Yeah. And that's what yeah. it changes everything when you have this mindset, you know. Yeah, for I sure. I mean you
0: can you could go to you can go into depression thinking, Oh, you don't have a job, you don't what I'm gonna do now, this, this, these. but if you think, Okay, this is something happening for me, you know, and that's exactly happened for you because if you didn't have lose that job, you probably wouldn't be in this place
1: right now. I I know I wouldn't be. I know I wouldn't be. I I, I don't like, and in a weird way, I'm kind of glad. COVID yeah, that that's might be what I'm weird. saying.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying.
1: You know, it's the it's the blessing
0: in disguise.
1: A- absolutely, absolutely. And it took it took a long time to to get through that, but yeah. you know, I, I'm fortunate where I'm sitting here now, and I've yeah, got the 100%. hindsight looking back and. Yeah, pretty happy with how things yeah. have turned out, for sure. 100%. And then as you
0: said like, you know, you've got all these online clients and do you do like personal one-on-one training
1: or um just run the programs? Yeah, so mainly what I do is is one-on-one coaching, yeah. just all remotely. So I I I think that's something else I've I've picked up over over the years yeah. is that I want to genuinely provide value to someone. I want to make them feel heard, and I want to support them in the best way possible. And we, you, like, you just can't do that in the in a large yep, group setting. Yep. So I, I really. You know at this point in of my business, I really prioritize myself and pri and and pride myself on being able to coach my clients in a one on one capacity because I can be there for them when they need it most. I can be there to answer questions to you know yeah like help help lift them up because f- especially a weight loss journey it's mm. it's up and down, you know yeah yeah, and people. Will need will need someone to be there for them to help them guide them in the right direction to keep them on track, um, at any point really. So mm. yeah, that's mainly what I do. So I, I provide you know programming and one on one support and nutrition advice. And I've I've uh, I've built an app. For yep. my academy, so I've got you know over three hundred and fifty exercises on the app. Okay. I've got over a hundred meals on the app, and that's mm. where I provide like that personalized program for someone. Oh, nice. to, so if they're going to the gym, they can just pull out their phone, bang. Oh, cool! Here's my program. They just okay. follow that way. Um, yeah, and it's all. Cool. And, and how, how do you,
0: how do you cope with the um, bad technique if you're training someone
1: online? Yeah, good question. Good question. I think. You know, I I basically how how I how I combat that is I as a part of the one-on-one direct support, I say to them if you're ever struggling with an exercise, you just Mm. film yourself, sending me send me a video, and then I basically just provide like a voice note on on WhatsApp. So I just do all my all my communication with my sure. clients on whatsapp and yeah if they have a struggle they just send me a video I, I i review the video and then i just kind of give give them feedback that way i think so,
0: everyone it's a, it's the basic thing to do isn't it like everyone yeah everyone has to like the same thing like just complete you know the
1: video exchange if they're not doing it right yeah. that's it that's it and it's it's not hard to whip your phone out Take a quick video, 100%. send it off to your
0: coach. We'll site. make it in the gym anyway, you know, all the time, you know, making videos. That's you know, it. for the for the Instagram. <laughs> Very true. Very true. Um, so do you expect something like when they start with you, do you expect um, how you tell them to do and then they do it? Or if they don't do it, do you get mad or do you get you know, frustrated? Like, why are well, you not listening? I'm trying to tell you this. I'm trying to... I'm trying to give you better life, and then you're not understanding. Do you get upset or
1: <laughs> definitely not? I I think the fact that they're in the gym, they're they're working on themselves. Hmm. Like they've hired me as a coach to help them. Like yeah. that right there, hmm. that tells me so much about that person. Like yeah, they're yeah, yeah. motivated to actually actually make a change it's it's Mm. the thought is not just the thought in their head anymore they're there actually doing it so all credit to them for that you know Mm. can can i provide i do i try and provide as much value from a technique standpoint and a movement movement mechanics standpoint as much as possible Mm. absolutely of course i do i try to you know from, I mean, the obvious one is safety. You yep. don't want to be if you if you're not moving correctly, you're not moving safely. You're not of engaging course. the correct muscle groups. So you know, there's there's that angle to it where I want them to be. I don't want them to injure themselves because yeah. then that's a whole other ball game that we don't even want to oh, go down. We don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So um yeah, but I, I used to I used to do my online coaching as like a one on one Zoom session where yeah, I was yeah. watching every every single exercise. Exactly. But the way I do it now is just I just provide my clients with the program for them to yeah, do at yeah. their own time in their yeah. own pace so they're most comfortable. Yeah. And yeah, they can they're welcome to send me a video through of, of mm. their movements. Because yeah. I saw
0: this guy in, in the gym, I think it was last week. He was just probably new, just a kid. And he's doing these squats, um, he's got these 10 kilo plates on each side on, you know, on the bar. And then he's doing like, he, I don't think so, he would be able to lift 20 kilo, just the bar itself. And then he had this 10 kilo, weight. the, the way of squats he was doing, I thought either he's break his knee or he's going to break his back. Yeah. And I just quickly ran into this guy so I said, listen, don't do it, please. <laughs> Just do the body weight. Just catch your form right, please. Don't do it. And he was looking at me like, who are you to tell me this? So, like, listen, I don't like. I don't want to just interrupt you guys' training, but, you know, if
1: you do this way, I'm sure you're not walking back home. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like the worst-case scenario is, is getting injured. You know? Yeah. And, and then you, and, and you're on the bed for, like, two, three weeks. And I think, you know, like – Another thing I try and encourage with with my own clients is just leave your ego at the door. Exactly. Like, especially with, I I did it when I was a teenager. I did. I it. Everyone does. Like, went everyone in there loves. with my with my friends and we're like, oh, who can lift the most weight? Like, <laughs> made a little game, made it a competition. I get it, but when you get a little bit older and you learn that, you know what? If I do that, it's probably not going to be the best That's idea. <laughs> then, yeah, leave you ego at the door because the gym is a learning environment. Hundred percent. Yeah, it's to learn. You're there to move better. You're there to take a proactive step towards mm. your health and fitness goals. So, yeah, um, yeah, don't turn it into, into exactly. a competition. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And some people do that. Um,
0: just, I think uh, I was doing these triceps other day, and there's a, there's a young guy who comes in. Um, he trains in the morning as well. And he came back to me and so said, "Like, oh, you're doing 45 kilo triceps." I said, um, "Yeah, because you know." Um, and he, I think, started only two, three years ago, and he was doing 28 or 20, to 30 kilo tricep extensions. And he said, "Like, I want to try that." I said, "Yeah, go ahead, you know." And then he couldn't lift; like he he was like really juggling to get it down. And so, like, listen, don't do it. You know, you're gonna hurt yeah. yourself. Yeah, I know. It's 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 very keen to see someone lifting heavy, and then you want to do the same. But, you know, like I've been training for like more than 10 years and then, you know, I've built my strength to it. <laughs> so 100%. don't just copy me, you know. If there is There are there are people that who can lift heavier than me, of course, you know,
1: and they've been training for longer period than I am. Yeah. You know? I don't want to compete and, with them. <laughs> and, you know, that's another thing I think to realize. Like if you're, like let's say you've never been to the gym before, you, you're looking to go, you've... Heard that, yeah, it's it's a good place to to invest your time and mm. effort for your own health and fitness journey. It's like yep. just appreciate that you, firstly, you have every right to be there, just as yep. just as much as anyone else. You have every fucking right to be in that gym working mm. on your goals. Of course. And the other thing to realize is that you are you you're on your own journey you know everyone is is on their own journey and like i I know crossfit's a really funny example of this like first time i walked into a crossfit gym people were doing muscle ups and handstand walking and i was like oh my god (laughs) how do i do this crazy and i felt super intimidated and i was like how am i gonna you know but i was at the very beginning you know Mm. i was looking at people that were five six years into their journey so it's like they, don't waste your time comparing yourself to others exactly. because I mean it's the whole comparison is a thief of joy right yes. like y- you won't get far at all no nah. wasting you, your time that comes to ego about.
0: lifting you know when when you want to do heavy you see someone heavy like they're always when you go into the gym there is one guy you know lifting heavier than everyone if you just start comparing with that guy you know without knowing how long he's been training for you're not going to get too far. Exactly. <laughs> you probably go back exactly. straight to bed. <laughs> <laughs> in the hospital. <laughs> uh, yeah, or in the hospital, of course. Um, so let's, uh, I ask this everyone, um, basically, it's the main reason of of your the life you've chosen to be a coach. I mean, what was your main why? Why did you start this? I mean, it must have something triggered in your mind. Started, what was the reason? What was the main why? Just to help people
1: because yeah. I'm in a position of, of knowledge, I'm in a position of experience, I'm in a position of you know, leadership when I am coaching my clients. Yep. And with that knowledge and that experience that I do have with the right client who's willing to learn, who's mm. who's wanting to make those. Positive steps for themselves, yeah. like that is a match made in heaven. You know yeah. that is a winning combination because I know I can help them get yeah. to where they want to be. Exactly, they're motivated and they're going to listen to what I'm saying to 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 get them get them to where they want to be. And then yeah. the out the end outcome is that they're the best version of themselves, and yeah. I've fulfilled my role as a coach. Of course, yeah. happy days. And I think I really had. I wanted to, you know, I've always been passionate about movement and training and exercise. That's why, yeah. that's why I train myself five days a week. Like mm. I love it. I know I live and breathe the benefits of it. Yeah. And I think I really had that first realization of, man, I can seriously help some people here when I went from my role as, you know, a, an athletic strength and conditioning coach yeah. in yeah. a high performance environment, working with high level athletes mm. to now working with the everyday person you exactly. know the yes. desk worker the busy executive who wants to lose weight feel better about themselves it's like i can genuinely i can use the knowledge and experience that i have and really help those people yeah. and and you know help them steer away from the f45s and mm. the, the get the get the get yeah, yeah. get fit fast sort of schemes. the traditional
0: ones you know then you come to the you know like it's it's way more than the traditional
1: um, way of training, yeah, definitely. So that's my why. That will always be my why is just to help people, and I love that I'm in a position where I can. Of course, yeah, yep, and
0: that's why we started. You know, <laughs> that's it. That's exactly right, mate. Um, that concludes everything we covered, and you know, and really, really thankful to you that you came and then spent some time, you know, shared some knowledge. I'm sure. I think the best way to contact you is your Instagram.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Hit me up on Instagram. So my and there is handle, a link tree, I think, attached to it, isn't it? There is, yeah. So yeah. my Instagram handle is at Nick Longhurst. So that's N I C K L O N G H U R S T. And yeah, if you want, if you want to send me a message, I'll definitely get back to you from yeah. there. And I'll, and I'll add that your to as well to the show notes. And what's yeah. your podcast called? My podcast is called the Dominate Your Fitness Podcast. And I've been running that at the time of recording this episode. I've been running that podcast for i think yeah, maybe nine to ten months, so it's oh, yeah, still cool It's still pretty, so you started about in March or something? I think so. yeah,
0: uh, I started yeah. in January last year.
1: Oh there you go, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's that's been a really, really enjoyable um enjoyable kind of avenue to express my thoughts on certain 100%. things and i've had i've been able to interview some pretty cool guests as well so 100%. yeah looking forward to continuing that mate and yeah. getting as much value out there as i can 100 percent mike thank you so much for your time you're welcome Amar. Thanks, for thank having you me
0: thanks for listening to the fit fact king podcast if you've enjoyed this episode be sure to subscribe and leaving a review helps others find the podcast Join us next time as we get the facts about getting fit.